All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. From the Power Home Solar Radio Studio, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Colts Daily Updates on the air on this Thursday night. We're leading you into Pacer pregame tonight. They return home to battle the Pistons at the Fieldhouse. I'm Matt Taylor. What's up? J.J. Stangovitz, writer from Colts.com, is along tonight as well. And we're talking Colts football. The Horseshoes get ready to return to the field after the bye. Saturday night in primetime, it's the Colts and the Patriots. New England 9-4, and four, the Colts are 7-6, and six, and these two franchises renew their rivalry for the first time since 2018. The Colts are looking to snap an eight-game losing streak to Bill Belichick and company. JJ, what's up? You ready to go for this one? I'm fired up. Got, got a nice little week off. Got, you know, to recharge a little bit, had the kids' birthday party, and we are now ready to go. Hey, oh, boy. Matt, you, you, you've you been at this for a little while. I want to start with a question to you. Mm-hmm. Where does where does the lead-up to this game and the buzz around this game rank for home games at Lucas Oil Stadium in the last, yeah. call it, 10 years? I, I think it's right up there. I, I think the one game that might surpass it just in terms of buzz and hype and a tough ticket to get would be that Peyton Manning game when he mm-hmm. returned to Lucas Oil Stadium to face off against the Colts for the first time in 2013. But I'm telling you, this one's right up there. If that one's 1A, this might be 1B because of what this game means to the Colts, you know, with four games left remaining in the season. You, you talk about this game, and certainly the Colts need it because they're in the thick of the AFC playoff race, and it's one of those things where if they win, it's another AFC win, and it pads – their resume in terms of the the record inside the conference at at seven and three potentially if they can get the victory, but it is the Patriots and I know some of the movers and the shakers are are gone and you know Tom Brady's not there anymore Ty Law's not there anymore Rodney Harrison Teddy Bruschi but Bill Belichick still is and I think for a lot of people JJ that as soon as the Patriots take the field and they come out of that tunnel and they see Belichick and they see the hoodie I mean all these bad memories it's going to start just flushing back all of a sudden. So what do current Colts players know about this Colts and Patriots rivalry? You've talked to the young players on this team like Darius Leonard and and Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. What do they think of the rivalry and the history of this matchup dating back to the early 2000s and the mid-2000s when these two teams played each other every year in the regular season and oftentimes in the postseason as well? Well, Matt, I I think you need to start here by – noting that a lot of these players weren't even born the last time the Colts and Patriots faced each other with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady not Tom Brady not on the field. One of those guys has started at quarterback for every Colts Patriots meeting since 1998. So that, that a lot of these guys grew up watching Peyton Manning and Tom Brady go at, go at each other in these big games, primetime games in the playoffs. But the Colts haven't played a home game against the Patriots in 6 years now. So there's not there's not that bad blood and just that juice and and respectful bad blood I should say that came with those Colts Patriots rivalries back in the the early aughts but everyone knows how big a game this is and I mean look these players are in the community they're out around fans hearing from them you know whether it's on social media or out around the you know wherever they live and I mean, I, I can tell Colts fans, this rivalry is not dead here in Indianapolis to Colts fans. Players may not have as much experience in it. You know, guys who were drafted in 2018 have only played in one of these games. Mm-hmm. But it, it still is a big deal to the city. The, the bigger thing for these players, though, is they know how big of a deal it is to this team. 
And you heard Frank Reich on Hard Knocks. The address he gave to the Colts upon returning 256th Street on Monday was, this is Judgment Day. Judgment Day for us is at 815 on Saturday. And that is what this team's focus is. No doubt about it. So it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's Christmas come early if you're a Colts fan or if you're a football fan in general, right? I mean, you got everything you could ha- ask for. I mean, you've got two great teams, a rivalry, uh, a Saturday night game. Most people don't have to work on Sunday, so let's get after it a little bit. So the Patriots on a seven-game winning streak, that's the longest in the NFL so far this season. Are the Patriots, are they the best team in the NFL right now in terms of how they're playing and the complimentary football they have displayed in all three phases. I don't know about best team because I think the Colts might have faced the best team in the NFL a couple weeks ago in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but best defense, absolutely. Since week four, starting starting from week four on, the Patriots have allowed 96 points on defense. That is the best in the NFL. The Colts, since week four, 228 points on offense. That is tied for the best in the NFL. I just I cannot get enough of this matchup. The, the the chess match between Bill Belichick and Frank Reich with how they're going to defend the Colts' run game. But do they then also maybe try to stop Carson Wentz? And, and really, you know, those red zone possessions are going to be huge for the Colts. There is so much, Matt. I could talk your ear off for 35 minutes about this matchup. So the one thing I just want to go into the say is this. I mean, the Patriots, I think they are the number one team in the AFC. They have cemented themselves in that spot right now, obviously in the standings, but also just in the way that they're playing on both sides of the ball. The Colts, though, I think have a case to say they are playing like the best offense in the AFC right now. And what wins out here in December? Is it going to be a great defense or a great offense? With a, a pretty good defense and offense on the other side of the ball for you know the, the Patriots and Colts as sure, well. But sure. um I, I just I am so fascinated how this game is going to play out. I think the fact that this is at Lucas Oil Stadium, sold out crowd, like you mentioned, Matt, Saturday night, people can really get after this one sure. with uh without any repercussions on work the next day. <laughs> um it, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be loud. I, I just I, I think about that home field advantage the Colts can have on Saturday night and and really wonder how that might impact a rookie quarterback on the other side of the ball, but also then give the Colts some juice on offense when you get an explosive play right. or whatever it might be. I mean, w- people are talking about this is the Colts' biggest test of the year. I think this might be New England's biggest test of the year coming into Indianapolis. That's J.J. Stangovitz. I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts' daily update tonight here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Let's talk about that chess match that you brought up, but let's go on the other side of the coin, if you will, and talk about when – the Patriots have the ball. What's that chess match between Matt Eberflus and Josh McDaniels? And we know we all know about the connection there. Can the Colts' defense regain its elite form and slowing down the Patriots' rushing attack? Traditionally, under Matt Eberflus, the Colts have been really good at slowing down the run. So far this season, it's been kind of up and down, hit or miss. Can the Colts be elite, at least on Saturday night, against that Patriots' rushing attack? That's pretty good in their own right coming into this game. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to be because Damian Harris, Brandon Bolden, and Ramondre Stevenson, that is a trio of running backs that is very effective. They can hit the explosive plays like we saw Damian Harris do against the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. Ramondre Stevenson is a big dude. He, I mean, he, he's like Jonathan Taylor's size, six, six foot, 227. Uh, and, and this is a, a Patriots offense that obviously they're predicated around running the football. We saw that against Buffalo. It's not going to be like that. On Saturday night, I think we can say Mac Jones is going to throw more than three passes. 
But if you can stop the run, Mac Jones, for as well as he's playing and for, I mean, it's been, he's been the most impressive rookie quarterback in the NFL this season with how he's played in that Patriots offense. And it's because he, he sometimes doesn't look like he's a rookie back there. The way that he's diagnosing things and he knows exactly where to go with the football. He may not have the physical gifts of a Trevor Lawrence or, a, or Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, but he, he mentally, the way that he processes is so impressive. So can the Colts stop the run, get him into some third and long situations, and then if this is the game where Matt Eberflus is going to empty that playbook of his and, and you know, his his mind of drawing up blitzes and dropping different guys in different places, right. this is the time to empty it and, and use it against a rookie quarterback at home in a charged up atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That 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 part of this matchup, Matt, absolutely. Like I, you know, I've spent a lot of time focusing on the Colts offense and the Patriots defense, but that side of it too is going to be really fascinating because for as good as Mac Jones is and as good as that run game is, this still is a rookie quarterback. And rookie quarterbacks on the road in December in big atmospheres can make mistakes no matter who you are. All right, lastly, again, J.J. Stangovitz is with us tonight here on the Colts Daily Update. I'm Matt Taylor, 93.5 and 107.5, the fan. Let's talk about X-Factors. Give me an X-Factor in this game for the Colts in order for the Colts to win. Is it someone in the supporting cast, if you will, and I mean that complimentary outside of Jonathan Taylor because he's been that good so far this season, but is it somebody like Zach Paschal or T.Y. Hilton, Naeem Hines, the X-Factor for the Colts to win this game, have a big game on Saturday night? I think Naheem Hines is someone to circle here just because of the way the Colts have been using him in that pony package with Jonathan Taylor on the field where if New England is going to make you make you beat them left-handed, which is a, a saying that Bill Belichick likes to have, you know, if you, you, you play right-handed, we're going to make you beat us left-handed. Well, if Naheem Hines is your left hand, that's pretty good in terms of the run game. So maybe he he can be a guy who at the very least the the patriots going to have to respect him his speed his quickness his agility and his toughness um that's something i'm going to be interested in because look i think you look at what bill belichick can do against the run and some of the things that the patriots will do against these top running backs but you throw Naheem Hines in there, he's a different kind of back than Jonathan Taylor can that be something the Colts can take advantage of additionally i i think Jack Doyle could be another guy here with just what he does in the run game. If the Patriots are going to stack the box, Jack Doyle's going to have to take on some big dudes, you know, Donta Hightower sitting at 260. Um, You know, they've got some other big linebackers that you're going to need to block up in the run game in those situations. And then Jack Doyle, another guy who can, you know, we saw it against the Bucs, he can catch you five or six passes and get you 80, 90 yards with a touchdown. He could be another guy where if they're going to take away JT and maybe they try to take away Michael Pittman Jr. with some of their excellent defensive backs, maybe it's Jack Doyle and Naheem Hines who can come through for the Colts offense. Or, hey, maybe the X factor is just Jonathan Taylor being the best running back in the NFL. Maybe we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, give him the ball and see what happens, especially on first down against a crowded box. JJ, enjoy your night coming up, man. We'll read your stuff until Saturday night, and uh, that'll get us ready to roll for the weekend and week number 15. I know you're fired up, man. All right, let's rock and roll Saturday night, Matt. You got to have a good evening, sir. That's J.J. Stangovitz. I'm Matt Taylor, and we'll have more on the Colts and the Patriots tomorrow night at 6 with Colts Happy Hour with JMV. Meanwhile, the sports roll on here on the airwaves. The Pacers are up next. They're at home tonight taking on the Pistons. That's coming up right now here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Good night. Good night.